Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. Hunter Biden refuses closed door testimony, but says that the GOP can have him in public. Well, we've already seen enough of you, Hunter. Special Counsel Jack Smith sought info on anyone who favorited or retweeted Donald Trump. Okay, in case you're wondering where our government is in the totalitarian spectrum, it's like right here on Stalin, Stalin level. Utah Senate candidate who is running to replace Mitt Romney, Mayor Trent Staggs, joins the show to talk about someone who is not a stag, someone who is very, very much a little sheep, or maybe a wolf in sheep's clothing, Mitt Romney, who says he will not vote for Donald Trump. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We shall be traveling this week. We have special projects going on. And what am I going to use when I travel? I'm going to use my silent bag. I'm going to carry all of my precious electronics and supplies inside of my silent bag. I love the company Silent. Silent keeps my data secure, keeps my myself secure and healthy. Make sure that when I am traveling, that my stuff is locked down. You know when they bring diplomats to other countries, they take they take all their electronics away. So if you go to China and you're working for the US government, I had a ton of friends in the administration that did this. They take away all of your cell phone devices, all of your laptops, everything, because there's machines that can just scrape all your data, right? When you go into a foreign country, uh, they're, they're just harvesting and, and, and scraping all of your data. It's, it's creepy, it's weird. We probably don't even know like the extent to how much it happens. And so it's good to protect yourself, protect your electronics and protect your privacy. Use Silent today. Reclaim your privacy, slnt.com slash Benny. Save 15% and free shipping on qualified orders. Great Christmas gifts. I protect myself and you should too. slnt.com silent backslash Benny and save 15%. Baby, somebody who's not going silent is Hunter Biden. Let's go. Hunter Biden says he will testify. The date is December 13th. Not that he gets to decide these things. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden is saying now he shall testify. He will do it, but he has a little addendum. He wants to do it in public. Now, this is not the way this stuff goes, obviously. These testimonies happen in private before the committee, right? You gather the testimony. It's like a deposition, right? It's like a deposition. This is common practice in law and in, and in gathering information before a trial. Don, uh, uh, Donald Trump didn't get this kind of a, a courtesy, obviously. But what ha actually, depending on which era, so depending on which impeachment, it was Donald Trump did or didn't. They brought in Donald Trump's, all of his kids, right, to testify. D Don Jr. would testify for like nine hours in the Russia collusion hoax in, in Congress. So this certainly isn't unprecedented. The only thing that's different is that, of course, the corporate simps in their gimp suits in the corporate media will back the Bidens when it comes to Hunter Biden declaring that he only wants his testimony to be in public. And why would you do that? I mean, you would only do that if you were wishing to put out a spectacle, right? To not answer the questions and not comply. And the other thing that's very interesting about this is there's the Bannon rule, right? Where you can refer for criminal prosecution somebody who's not complying with a legal subpoena from Congress. We'll get into all of it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's read here from the Daily Mail. Hunter Biden offers to testify in public Congress Biden impeachment probe. Attorneys slam empty investigation into Joe's links to shady business deals and says the president's son wants to tell his side of the story. Oh, okay, good. We look forward to that because we already know Hunter Biden's side of the story. 
We take you up on your offer, says Biden's attorney. House Republicans subpoena Hunter Biden to testify behind closed doors and Hunter countered with an offer to testify in public. Well, well, well. Now, Hunter Biden is obviously being charged. Uh, there are rumors that he'll be hit with other criminal charges for not paying his taxes. Uh, he's being criminally charged uh, for uh, unlawfully purchasing a firearm while on drugs. We've, of course, seen enough of Hunter Biden in public. Please, I beg you, do not go through Hunter Biden's laptop. It will it will change you. You will need to see a priest quickly. You will need to go uh, to confession. Uh, you will need to uh, take the whole holy water and, and, and put it in your eyeballs along with, uh, the disinfectant hand sanitizer that kills 99% of germs. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. It's dirty stuff. Okay. It's dirty, filthy stuff. And we know these people are liars. They're damned liars. So what would stop them from lying? I mean, listen, committing perjury, lying before Congress brings with it massive penalties. So maybe this is a perjury trap. Ladies and gentlemen, Comer has the goods on the Bidens. He's released the checks that went directly to Joe Biden. We now have the money trail. And of course, we have the evidence trail in the political bloody glove that is Hunter Biden's laptop that has been confirmed by everyone, including Hunter Biden. So what is on Hunter Biden's laptop? Well, just like a treasure trove of data that clearly shows that Joe Biden is, is impeachable. But do you really want to impeach Joe Biden? It's go. I'm going crazy here because I've been saying we should impeach Joe Biden. But on the other hand, members of Congress come on my show and they're like, "You, we can't impeach Joe Biden. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to America. Joe Biden's going to lose. And we have polling later in the show to show you, I mean, Donald Trump is, Donald Trump is winning uh, by a higher margin right now in the polls than he's ever been. Now, you'll say, okay, well, that's interesting. Things have gotten really bad here. I say, no, no, no ever been Joe Donald Trump is doing better he's been running for he's been he's been politically active for the better part of a decade and Donald Trump has never polled higher he's doing better than ever than his entire political life which Donald Trump's been like toying and playing with running for politics you can find clips of him in the 80s talking to Oprah being like I'm gonna run for president Joe Joe Biden is uniquely terrible at this Nobody wants to stand up for Joe Biden, not even his Christmas tree. His Christmas tree collapsed last night. If that's not an ominous sign of things to come. And so, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into it. What is going to happen? Uh, James Comer was on TV saying, uh, listen, Hunter Biden doesn't get to determine how we do testimonies in Congress. He's not a Congress. He's not a member of Congress. He's not an elected official at all. He's so used to being this, like, pretentious privileged, spoiled, bratty, obnoxious, criminal, rich boy with a powerful daddy. He actually brags about it. Hunter Biden brags about it. If it wasn't for my dad, I would have been in jail by now. It's a great clip. If we don't have that in the show, ALX, let's hump that down. Um, but nonetheless, you don't get to make the rules around here. This might be the start of a important series of events for Hunter Biden, where he realizes that the power of his family is starting to collapse. James Comer, take it away. 
formal subpoena. This is a normal congressional subpoena. Uh, it's a lawful subpoena. Uh, we have asked him to come in on December 13th. His attorney said today that he would gladly come in, uh, but only for a public hearing. He'll have a public hearing after we do the deposition. This is the way credible investigations are conducted. And Hunter, Hunter Biden is not above the law. Just because he's gotten away with uh, criminal activity by the DOJ, the FBI, the IRS, the National Archives, doesn't mean he's going to be treated that way by the House Oversight Committee. Come on, baby. Let's go. So you see, of course, the response from Hunter Biden's attorney, scumbag, greaseball attorney here on your screen. This is not how these things work. You don't get to just like make the rules up. We know that Hunter Biden, of course, has been making up the rules his entire life. Hunter Biden is in his mid 50s. Hunter Biden has never once had to spend an entire, even a, a waking moment assuming that his criminal activity would ever get him in trouble since Hunter Biden was in a teenager. Hunter Biden was a teenager. He caught a case for either smoking crack or doing coke in New Jersey, in Stone, in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. And daddy got that expunged. Daddy has been getting Hunter Biden out of prison, out of jail, getting Hunter Biden's record cleaned his entire life. This may be the first time ever that Hunter Biden, I'll say it, white privilege, call it what it is, white privilege, come from one of the most racist families in politics. Why would you say that, Benny? Well, I mean, Joe Biden tells a story about how he didn't like how much pomade a young black kid had in his hair on a diving board. And so Joe Biden uh, threatened to kill him. A guy's name was Corn Pot, came from the wrong side of the tracks in Wilmington. Joe Biden proudly tells that story. Got a rusty razor blade and a chain and everything to go kill Corn Pot. And then Mouse, Joe Biden's best friend, uh, backs up the story. It was wild. So yeah, listen, this family is a despicable family. They have skirted the law at every turn. They have committed uh, crimes that would have thrown you and your children and your entire family would have destroyed you. But because of the way an oligarchy works, they have skated justice and skirted justice. And now perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, the noose is tightening. Uh, James Comer explaining how a testimony works to Hunter Biden since he's never had to give one before because he's never been held accountable for anything before because of daddy, but daddy now has dementia. Watch. Hunter got paid, and this was five days after you have been able to chronicle a phone call that came from Hunter from Dubai uh, with Burisma executives. Is that correct, sir? That is correct, and we learned all that through a, a transcribed interview. And that's what we want Hunter Biden to do, to come in for an interview. Everyone knows that if you have a credible, substantive investigation, you have depositions, you have transcribed interviews, then you bring in people for committee hearings. I'm not doing right. this for entertainment. This is a credible investigation. And we expect the president's son to sit down along with the other 19 people we've asked to come in and answer questions. The Democrats will have equal time. We will release the transcripts. This will be a very transparent investigation as it has been from the very beginning. So that's how this works. That's how the system works. It's it really is remarkable what you're seeing here, right? Like what what you're seeing here is an oligarchy. Uh, their revulsion, their vampire-like response 
to the sunlight or the Christian cross uh, of justice. They can't believe that they would have to be held to the same standard that, that you or I would be held to. James Comer is, of course, saying that not only did uh, are you going to be held to the same standards, what happens in during these standards is that if you don't comply, the Bannon rule applies. The great Steve Bannon, of course, was criminally referred for prosecution. I, I think that Steve Bannon, the cr correct me if I'm wrong, ALX, but I think that Steve Bannon was was found guilty of this, of contempt, may even have to go to prison for this. I'm not sure where it stands right now, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. So Bannon caught a case for this. Of course, it's not even remotely the same thing, but these are the rules. James Comer explains. Uh, we are going to abide by the law. Jamie Raskins, the, the ranking member on the House Oversight Committee, did this exact same process. He had this a very similar scenario with Steve Bannon when he was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. He wanted to come in, not for a deposition, but for a public hearing. Raskins said he had to sit down for a deposition because that's what the law requires. That's what we require of Hunter Biden. We will gladly have a public hearing with Hunter Biden after we do the deposition to go over the 10,000 plus pages of bank records and documents that we have uh, with with countless questions about specific transactions. So what they're attempting to do here is to play the press. So obviously this is just the art of war, right? Like you 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 make sure that you you reinforce where you are strong. And where are the Bidens strong? Well, the Bidens are strong in the corporate media. They don't report on these things. It doesn't matter. We're bigger than they are and we're more powerful than they are. And it's time for us to have a little bit of a cock in our walk. You know what I mean? Like it's important to like note that we get more engagement than the New York Times. And we we are better at reaching audiences. We are better at messaging. Everyone complain, like Senator unnamed members of Congress will come on the show and they'll complain about the corporate press and everything. And it's like, you know, you should do more shows like this. We have truth on our side. That's all that matters, right? We did a whole show yesterday about how some, some there are cases against Republicans committing voter fraud. It's good to like have truth on your side. We can talk about these things. It doesn't mean that we bang the drum day and night for Republicans. You know the rule on this show. I oftentimes, I, I will, <laughs> I'll criticize Mitch McConnell before I'll criticize Joe Biden. Let's clean our own house, of course, right? And we'll... Our guest today is somebody who was running against Mitt Romney, then Mitt Romney dropped out. Now he's going to be the next senator of Utah. We certainly pray and hope. And so the the reality is that we are we can actually win if we just fight, if we just take the field. Matt Whitaker was the acting attorney general for Donald Trump. Matt Whitaker is a man who deeply understands this process. He's saying, this isn't how it, it works. Hunter Biden's going to go to prison. Uh, producer ALX has the charges for Steve Bannon. Apparently, he's in appeal right now. I don't know if we can get these on screen. But according to the Department of Justice, Steve Bannon uh, was sentenced to four months in prison, two counts of contempt of Congress. So now, so they're trying, they, they're going to throw, they're, presumably, they might get away with throwing Steve Bannon in jail. He didn't even commit any crimes. He just didn't comply with a subpoena. And this is exactly what Hunter Biden is now doing. This is the same game that Hunter Biden is playing. So how will it work out? Matt Whitaker, take it away.
And remember, Abby Lowell knows exactly what he's doing. He knows that the the weakest part of this case is if his client has to sit down for directed uh, questioning from a counsel of the majority that can ask a line of questions and not be interrupted every five minutes uh, by the rules of the committee if it was public. And so, you know, this is just one part of their defense. Obviously, they're still facing uh, potential tax charges in California. There are the gun charges pending. And, you know, it's going to be very interesting uh, as I look at this whole thing. As you know, this, uh, Chairman Comer mentioned uh uh, Steve Bannon, and that reminds me of Peter Navarro as well, who were held in contempt, who were prosecuted by the DOJ. And so, you know, this is a high-stakes game where, you know, if, if they can't uh, come to some agreement and he doesn't show up for that subpoena deposition, then he should be held in contempt and prosecuted by DOJ just like everybody else has been. You don't get to make the rules, you spoiled little druggy rich kid. You cretin. You woman-abusing, employee-abusing, spouse-abusing, uh, dead brother's widow-abusing piece of garbage. You don't get to make the rules. Daddy's power is waning, and Hunter Biden's about to find out. Greg Jarrett, who's absolutely spectacular uh, on Fox, one of my absolute all-time favorite pundits, Greg Jarrett, who has a deep legal background, uh, saying, yeah, you don't get to dictate terms to Congress, especially when Congress has all the evidence on you. You're the criminal, jackass. So my question is, what is his strategy here? No, we'll do the public hearing, but we don't want to do the deposition part and maybe uh, hand over information you're looking for us. Will that work? No, it's not going to work. Bluster, bravado, intimidation. You know, a subpoena, Sean, is an order. The law compels you to comply. You don't get to dictate terms. But as you say, Hunter Biden thinks he's special and above the law. So he's trying to avoid a deposition where tough questions by smart investigators who work for the committee members, they know the facts. They would confront Hunter with the truth about his corrupt schemes. Financial records don't lie in the committee to their credit, has amassed volumes of incriminating evidence of bribery, money laundering, tax fraud, foreign lobbying crimes. And look, if Hunter Biden lies under oath, that's even more crime. So that's the reason why he's demanding a public hearing, because he knows that uh, probing questions are rare. Members grandstand with their speeches. But he also wants the usual Biden sycophants like Jamie Raskin and Dan Goldman to portray him as this poor victim of drug addiction who should be forgiven of his crimes. So there is going to be a spectacular moment here. It is going to be biblical. Uh, and I, I would I would never dare backtrack on saying that Joe Biden shouldn't be impeached. I just don't want Joe Biden removed. OK, so let me make the. I, I've been going for a Joe Biden impeachment for three years. Marjorie Taylor Greene came on our show like the moment she, the moment Joe Biden was inaugurated, Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, impeach. I'm not going back on that. I'm just saying I don't want him removed because we're going to have this Willy Wonka moment on our hands here. You know, the original Willy Wonka, right? It's a great movie. And it's also a sort of a slice into bad parenting, right? There's a lot, there's a lot of like parent parenting metaphors or just spot on wisdom in that movie. 
And one of those children are this real spoiled brat blueberry girl. I can't remember what her name was. But you remember, she turns into a blueberry because she wants everything right now. She wants all the things right now. Oh, wait, is that? No, I think I'm mixing. I think I'm mixing them up. I think this is the girl that like is the bad egg. Either way, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. Everyone's probably screaming at me in the comments. Like, eh. All I'm saying is there's the one girl who's like a spoiled brat. She throws a tantrum and her parents give her everything. And she's a spoiled rich kid. And she screams and she 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 tops and she gets like dumped out into the trash when the real world hits she's found to be a bad egg and this is the metaphor maybe jerry this is the meme for tomorrow i don't know this is the metaphor hunter biden has been this screaming sycophantic obnoxious putrid little child that has gotten away with everything and has had parents that are uh entitled and have risen far above uh, any station that they ever deserved. And those parents are enabling the behavior of the child. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really special. There's a lot of biblical allegories here. It's gonna be really special to watch the downfall. You can see it start here in this very interesting interview that was unearthed by Jesse Waters, where Hunter Biden straight up says, I'm the spoiled girl from Willy Wonka. I want it now. I want it all. I want the world. I want the whole world. And I want it because my last name's Biden. And so I'm entitled to it. It's incredible. Check out this clip. And the Biden family has a long history of covering up cocaine charges. Ask Hunter. He'll tell you straight up. If he wasn't a Biden, he'd be in jail. I just wonder how you viewed sort of the money you made through your your clients that enabled that addiction and also maybe the ways that protected you from consequences that might have landed a lot of other people in jail. I think it's completely unfair. And I think that that uh, that I am 100 percent the um, still here today and not in a uh, jail cell or um, in an institution. Uh, because of my privilege and not just the privilege of a family that loved me, but the privilege of the fact that, you know, I, I had uh, been uh, very successful. Back in 1988, Hunter was arrested for cocaine possession in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. But Hunter walked out with a clean record. Why? Well, his dad, senator at the time, expunged his record. And at the same time, Biden was sweeping his son's coke under the rug Biden was throwing average Americans in prison for coke possession. Same crime. We've played you that clip time and time and time again. And now it looks like Hunter Biden may finally face the music. Veruca Salt is the Wonka girl that I'm referring to. ALX telling me, I want it now. I want the world. I want the whole world. I want the trimmings and trappings and wrappings and cocaine snappings and illegal gun purchases and treason and bribery and so on. This is the song that Hunter Biden is singing. Will the song come to a stunning and halting end? Well, we certainly hope so. Do, do congressional testimonies have like way stations where you can see uh, what's a good and a bad egg? Man, how where do I donate to get one of those? And I have Hunter Biden stand on one. Straight to Gitmo. <laughs> yeah. Hunter Biden's finally going to face questions from those who won't ask nicely.
says Jonathan Turley in the New York Post today. Let's read the top line here. The Bidens are the best at doing exactly what the chairman wants. Those are the words of Hunter Biden to a Chinese businessman. Came at the height of the alleged influence peddling for the Biden crime family. After years of delay and denial, the House is about to confirm exactly what the Bidens were so good at doing and what foreign figures wanted so much they were willing to pay the Bidens millions. Hunter Biden is scheduled to appear before the House Oversight Committee on December 13th to answer questions that is allegedly the largest influence peddling operation in history. Despite being subpoenaed, Hunter is still demanding conditions for answering questions. His lawyer, Abe Lowell, previously said Hunter would testify when the time is right. And now saying that Hunter will testify in public, not the scheduled private session. Republicans rejected the demand. Biden has long shown a sense of entitlement when asked about his past. Even with supportive journalists, Hunter snapped at questions and instructed them to say it nicer. Say it nicer. Hmm. That's a good one. Well, <laughs> I need to find that clip. What clip are they talking about, uh, ALX? That's, that's interesting. Say it nicer. Do we have that? The House Oversight Committee historically is a place where nice goes to die. Hunter Biden will now have to answer questions on pain of perjury after years of protection from the media and Democrat-controlled houses. For decades, the Bidens, including Hunter's uncles, have cashed in on their connections to Joe Biden while he was senator, vice president, and president. Despite that history, the Bidens have been able to largely avoid inquiries into their alleged corruption practices. This is facilitated by the obliging media that long dismissed the scandal. Recently, media figure figures are admitting that Hunter Biden is indeed selling influence, but insist that it is just an illusion. When witnesses detailed how Joe Biden would hop into the meetings and dinners via speakerphone with foreign associates, Democrat members like Dan Goldman, Joe Biden's personal attorney, insisted it was merely niceties. The committee will now ask Hunter Biden for specific answers on millions of transfers from foreign sources, dozens of shell company accounts. The money found its way to a variety of Bidens, including grandchildren, except for the ones that Joe Biden won't acknowledge. Ooh, baby. This is going to get spicy just in time for a chilly holiday. How cold is it where you live? It's like 49 degrees in Tampa, which is freezing cold, okay? Freezing cold. People aren't leaving their houses for fear of hypothermia around here. So I think it's cold probably everywhere. And it's about to get very, very chilly in Washington, DC. Oh baby, we are prepared for this. Jonathan Turley is the author of this piece, one of our favorite legal scholars. And he was on Fox saying, this isn't an invitation to a ball. Hunter Biden is so used to, uh, this is the real deal, watch. Read it, Thank Abby you. Lowell, the attorney for Hunter Biden said, in part, unlike members of the Trump family, Hunter's a private person who's never worked in any family business nor ever served in the White House or in any public office. To that, you would say what regarding a private citizen in a matter like this? <laughs> well, I, I think I'd state the obvious, that a congressional subpoena is not like an invitation to a debutante ball. You don't get to just debate when you'll be going to show up and how. Uh, you have to show up. And the uh, Justice Department, or Merrick Garland, has been very aggressive in pursuing Trump assistance for contempt. Uh, so the expectation is that they would have to be consistent uh, if Hunter Biden does not show up. So this is not a mutual conversation. This That's the point of a subpoena. You're past that point. Uh, this is saying, show up on this day and you will be asked questions and you will be expected to answer. Now, they've brought in Tony Bobulinski and they've brought in Devin Archer and they've brought in Eric Schwerin and they've brought in all the Biden family members. We've been outlining this. And of course, James Comer and Jim Jordan have been coming on the show along with members of their committee. 
And we've been showing you as much as we can show you about this process so that you can be informed and stay informed as to what they're doing. They're building a case. The case needs to be built via evidence and via the testimony of other people that they can use against Hunter Biden. And so they have now gotten all of the evidence that they need to use against Hunter Biden. And now they're going for the big kahuna. Big kahuna, of course, will be Joe Biden, but Hunter Biden testifying against his father. That's going to be awesome. And what evidence do they have? Jamie Comer, the great Jamie Comer, outlining exactly what Hunter will have to answer for. Watch. Remember when Joe Biden told the American people that his son didn't make any money in China? My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Well, not only did he lie about his son Hunter making money in China, but it also turns out that $40,000 in laundered China money landed in Joe Biden's bank account in the form of a personal check. And the Oversight Committee has it. Here's how Joe Biden benefited from his family's shady deal with CEFC, a Chinese Communist Party-linked company. It all began with a shakedown in the summer of 2017 when Hunter Biden sent a message to his CEFC associate demanding a $10 million capital payment. As Hunter Biden extorted this associate, Hunter claimed he was sitting with his father and that the Biden network would turn on his associate if he didn't pony up the money. The extortion scheme worked. Days later, $5 million flowed in from a Chinese affiliate of CEFC. Did you guys see this last week when Joe Biden was groveling on his knees to Xi Jinping. This is why. The evidence is right here before you on the screen. This is the text message from Hunter Biden to the chairman of China Oil. Okay, we call it China Oil, CEFC. We try not to drown everyone in acronyms or goofy words. They want this to be opaque and they want their crimes to be sort of ubiquitous in the ether. No, 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 just narrow it down. The Bidens wanted to sell off American natural resources to China to enrich their military so that China could conquer America. The Bidens are hedging against America. They are trying their hardest to sell off our natural resources, our gifts from God, to our geopolitical enemies, to the only rival on planet Earth that could match us on a battlefield or match us economically, to the rival that is threatening uh, American hegemony, uh, and that is evil. It's also traitorous. And so, of course, what you're seeing here is Hunter Biden's text messages about Joe Biden being completely complicit in that. Xi Jinping goes to San Francisco. We've covered these stories, how they cleaned up San Francisco. Suddenly, San Francisco is like this pristine, you could eat off the streets, right? Xi Jinping goes to San Francisco. Joe Biden travels across the country to meet him. Now, it should be the other way around. Xi Jinping should be going to Washington, D.C. That's how it works inside of sovereign nations, nations with any self-respect. Xi Jinping, when he's in America, is totally different when Donald Trump's in the DMZ, right? Donald Trump's making a statement by going to the DMZ. But damn it, when Donald Trump's uh, in China, he met with Xi Jinping in Beijing, right? So Xi Jinping should come to the White House, right? Nope. Joe Biden groveled on the territory that Joe Biden is president of Joe Biden groveled to Xi Jinping. And in fact, the, the, the footage of them is utterly humiliating. Uh, you know, you can see these times with Joe Biden like literally just subservient to him. 
bending over, running over to him, like, be like, like, like begging him effectively to like, not, well, do this. China, I mean, everything in China is state controlled. China knows the dirty deeds of the Bidens. China could sink the Biden family in a single stroke. They know where the money went. They know where the diamonds are. Remember, there's a diamond the size of a fist that's still hanging out there. Nobody knows where it went. We have photos of it still hanging out. No one's quite sure where it went. The money laundering operation happened and it didn't happen just with like a, 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 a meaning. It didn't happen with I don't Jamaica. Okay. It happened with our enemies. These people are traitors. James Comer has the outline. Over the following three weeks, Biden family members made a series of complicated financial transactions to hide the source of the China money. Here's how that happened. First, Northern International Capital, a Chinese company associated with CEFC, wired $5 million to Hudson West Three, a joint venture established by Hunter Biden and a CEFC associate. Then Hudson West Three sent $400,000 to an entity owned and controlled by Hunter Biden. Next, Hunter Biden wired $150,000 to Lion Hall Group, a company owned by James and Sarah Biden. Sarah Biden then withdrew $50,000 in cash from Lion Hall Group. Later the same day, she deposited it into her and James Biden's personal checking account. A few days later, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. The memo line of the check said loan repayment. <laughs> my grandmother used to always say you're smart not as smart as you think you are biden's really are running the dollar general dime store uh operation for money laundering sophisticated money laundering is of course what the clintons do and what epstein did and what the obamas do this is this is sophisticated next level uh real industrial level money laundering the biden's were stupid and of course, the timeline really matches up. The money laundering operation really kicked into high gear when Joe Biden cut a deal with Barack Obama to not run for president against Hillary Clinton, which was, of course, Barack Obama's deal with Hillary Clinton to play nice after Barack Obama, uh, after Hillary Clinton was schlonged. Was that the word that Donald Trump used? <laughs> Barack Obama. What a legend. So this all kicked into high gear, and that's when Joe Biden was handed the plums of Ukraine, right, and China by the by the Biden by the Obama regime this was a payoff the whole thing was a payoff so it, I mean it's on its face it's obvious and even some of the thickest and dumbest and most Praetorian guard like media apparatchiks are beginning to come around to this painful reality where real panic sets in real nightmare before Christmas stuff sets in is when CNN, Yes, that CNN runs reports like this one saying Joe Biden lied. Watch. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data as well as other public material shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then Vice President Biden. 
In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Mm-hmm. Giving all these little interviews, talking to all these, painting, going and painting up in the hills of Hollywood. It's going to come to an end. The music's going to stop. There's going to be no chairs left. And when CNN is doing reports like that, you know that there are actual panic chills that are going through the administration. That report went on for eight and a half minutes. You want to talk about like what what fire alarms sound like? That's that's what they sound like. And people are beginning to get people are beginning to get very very tired of this administration. They're trying to get very tired of this family. CNN continuing the report saying that all of these deals were effectively because the Bidens were profiting off their public persona vis-a-vis the taxpayers. Go. He has built his political career on promises of honesty, hard work, and a pledge that a family name means something. I give you my word as a Biden. I give you my word as a Biden. But while Joe Biden swears by his name in politics, his son and two brothers spent years trying to benefit from the Biden name. It's all now the focus of a Republican-led congressional investigation. We want to know what the Biden administration is trying to hide from the American people and why they are not being transparent. Republican Congressman James Comer now chairs the House Oversight Committee and has set his sights on Joe Biden's son, Hunter a mysterious laptop now in the hands of the FBI and long-held conspiracy theories about President Joe Biden and what he does or doesn't know. So I'll be on the side of the conspiracy theories, thank you very much, because we're like 279,000 to to zero at this point. Put another penny in the we were right jar. Oh, and by the way, this uh, is starting to be some real weak beer. Very thin soup here. When it comes to the left, even the left are sick of the Bidens. Even they are sick of the corruption. They are sick of this diseased family. Now, how do we know that? There's this remarkable clip from Nantucket over the weekend. Because the the Bidens, of course, while you are suffering and while inflation is wildly out of control and while your lives and lives of everyone in America is getting worse, there's not a single place in America that's gotten better over the last five years. Everything is getting worse. While everything is getting worse, the Bidens, of course, choose that time to vacation in a $43 million mansion on a private island that voted for Joe Biden by 80% in the 2020 election. And not even there was Joe Biden at peace with his own people. These are people who voted for Joe Biden that hounded him throughout the day, screaming at him. In fact, they protested so savagely Joe Biden on this little blue ruby in the middle. This is a private island. You got to fly into it. Nantucket, 80% of that island voted for Joe Biden. Yet Joe Biden could have no peace there. If there's one spot on planet Earth, you'd assume that a Democrat president could go and just not be bothered. That's where you'd assume. Yet we have this footage 
from the Christmas tree lighting there in Nantucket, where uh, the crowds are chanting that uh, Genocide Joe, we're going to lock you up. The liberal crowds are chanting at Joe. I'm going to get the chant right. Uh, the liberal crowds are chanting that Joe Biden has committed genocide and he can't hide and they're going to put him in jail. It'd be easier to count the people who don't want to put Joe Biden in jail at this point. Watch. <laughs> That's not the only Christmas tree down, by the way. The White House Christmas tree uh, collapsed yesterday. Joe Biden was supposed to light the tree like today or tomorrow, and the tree completely collapsed. So this is great. It's a fantastic sign. Biden National White House Christmas tree toppled. The giant, a giant gust of wind toppled the White House Christmas tree on Tuesday, just days before it was scheduled lighting ceremony by Joe Biden. I'll tell you what, man, um, God, uh, like God has a deep and abiding sense of humor uh, and uh, a sense of providence. The tree is down, babies and babies, ladies and gentlemen. The tree is down. Watch. Fox News alert. The White House Christmas tree is taking a tumble, just like its owner. White House correspondent Peter Ducey has the latest. Jesse, this president argues climate change is the greatest threat to humanity. Tonight, it was the greatest threat to his Christmas tree. The 40-foot-tall national Christmas tree imported from West Virginia was felled by a gust of wind. The colorful strand of lights wrapped around it remained lit as it laid horizontal in the ellipse between the White House South Lawn and the Washington Monument. This is a headache for a National Park Service hoping to host the president at a tree lighting this Thursday, two days from now, but they told us, and this is a quote, the show must go on. A crane hoisted the Norway spruce into a vertical position again. President Biden was aboard Air Force One en route to Colorado as this all went down, literally went down. Many pundits and people polled have been on the record over the last couple months as saying President Biden's biggest problem in the coming election year is going to be father time. But tonight, it was mother nature. Hmm. Well, the Bidens are absolutely scum, and they deserve this. They do not deserve a happy Christmas. They deserve to be rocked inside of Nantucket or at the White House or inside the White House where their sick and vile degeneracy continues in the treatment of their grandchild, their legitimate grandchild, Navy Joan Roberts is her name, say her name. Say her name, Joe. I want one person to ask that question. I'm one person. You get all these guys who get access to Joe Biden and get to ask Joe Biden questions, and not a single one says, do you have a message for your grandchild, Navy Joan Roberts? How could President Biden freeze out his children, grandchildren for Christmas? Joe and Jill grudgingly now accept little Navy Joan, but sneakily chop all the stockings from the White House mantle what a national embarrassment. This was what the White House mantle looked like uh, last year, where they refused to hang a stocking for the legitimate 
DNA test proves it, legitimate grandchild. In case you're wondering what kind of morality of people that we are dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden's love child snubbed again at White House. I mean, that's one way of saying it. You could say Joe Biden's legitimate genetic grandchild snubbed again at White House stocking display. The only thing worse than getting coal in your stocking is not having one at all. For the second straight year, Joe Biden White House holiday display did not include stockings. For the first son, Hunter Biden's out-of-wedlock daughter, a beautiful little girl, never met her, but seems totally nice and harmless. Now the stockings have been ripped down. This, this is just wild. Just incredible. Uh, Jerry, can you go back to the Daily Mail article uh, and just scroll down? You can see the before and after here where the Bidens, in order to not acknowledge their legitimate grandchild, scrubbed the stockings from the mantle. Instead, they've hung a stocking for the dog. So instead of acknowledging uh, their degenerate child, and then you keep, keep scrolling. I mean, these are public images, right? These are public images that have been posted on social media, so we're not violating anyone's privacy by showing you this. This is a beautiful, this is a beautiful grandchild right there. There's Navy Joan. Beautiful little Navy Joan. Are we the only people that care about her? Beautiful Navy Joan Roberts. The Bidens say to this wonderful child during Christmas, you don't exist. Don't ask us for anything. Don't come at us. We will destroy you. These are sick people. These people are really, really sick. Just look at their actions, okay? Don't listen to my words. Just look at the actions of these individuals. And this is all you need to know. So, yes, they have uh, they have once again ignored their grandchild. This led to a, a fascinating uh, New York Times headline that just absolutely destroyed. The I mean, you've never seen anything like this. It's seven grandkids, Mr. President, says the New York Times. How bad does it have to be for the New York Times to straight up say, yeah, Joe Biden, you're an you're a real decrepit, evil individual. It's seven grandkids, Mr. President. You're an immoral. You're an immoral rot. Remarkable, ladies and gentlemen. Remarkable. We uh, we do. Jerry, you did show the meme. Why not? This is a really funny meme. The, the White House Christmas tree fell down. National Christmas tree topples to the ground at White House, perfectly summing up Joe Biden's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, the Christmas tree, indeed. White House down, White House down, Christmas tree down. What a metaphor. What, what, a, what a wonderful metaphor for what is going on in the nation right now. Ladies and gentlemen, don't ruin your Christmas. Make sure that your Christmas table is stocked with that which they wish to take from us. You shall never take our meat. The United Nations says that Americans need to stop consuming meat uh, but our answer to that is come and take it, please come and take it, come and stake it. And where do I get my stakes? I get my stakes from Moink. Moink is the company that ships me some of the most delicious meat I've ever had in my life. The cost of meat's insane. And I'm very, very busy during the holidays. And I am very thankful for Moink box. I'm very thankful for their bacon. I'm thankful for the chicken, the salmon, the grass fed and finished beef and lamb pasteurized pork. It is a wonderful thing to have ready access protein uh, quickly and accessible to me in my household, especially during the holidays. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a wonderful company that supports American farmers and you should support them. 
especially during the holidays, American farmers do it best and do it better. We've had sort of a trend of like how evil China is on this program. And China has been buying up a ton of American farmland. And that's wrong. That should be illegal. The great Sarah Sanders actually made it illegal in the state of Arkansas and every state should follow suit. So good on you. Go to Moink, ladies and gentlemen, to keep American farmers farming. You'll get free ground beef for a year if you go to moinkbox.com slash Benny now. Moinkbox.com slash Benny now. That's moink, M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash Benny now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are ready now after what I believe to be a small technical difficulty with our wonderful guest, the great Trent Staggs, mayor in Utah, who was running against Mitt Romney before it was fashionable to do so. Mitt Romney then bowed out in terror. And Trent Staggs is going to be the next great senator from Utah joining the program now. Mr. Mayor, you've done it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we'd like to pride ourselves on having scared Mitt mittens out of the race and we did it so <laughs> did, did you know this was going to happen well yeah i mean traveling around the state i think i've conducted some 40 50 town halls and you know utahns they're just so tired they're so tired of this type of politician that runs around is more interested in 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 promoting himself and his his spats with president trump and now i guess yes. vivek uh, yes. than, than really representing the people and I've got a 10-year track record of actually doing what I say I'm going to do. And, and you know, Utahns know that. And they were incredibly excited for my candidacy. And, uh, you know, I'm just honored the, the number of endorsements that we've received, both nationally and locally, and all the traction that we've received. And it's truly, I, I credit that to being someone who is going to truly listen to the people, you know, an America First candidate that's going to go out there and listen to the people and not try to you know, receive the adulation of of CNN or or CBS with with you know Nora O'Donnell. I mean, it's just it's shocking to me that Mitt Romney uh, he he cares more about that than the people of Utah. Yeah, I that he has made these like pretty astonishing, pretty astonishing commentary uh, where he says he's not going to vote for Trump and he's he wouldn't vote for Vivek. <laughs> it's just like what Democrats never say stuff like that. And at some yeah. point, you have to ask yourself, like, wait, are you just a Democrat? Have you you've just been lying to us? Well, he is a Democrat. I mean, he he voted sixty percent of the time with President Biden. I mean, let's let's remember the timeline here. In twenty sixteen, he went to the University of Utah here, and he stated that that President Trump that Trump was a quote fo- uh, fraud and phony. And then in twenty eighteen, he begs for his endorsement, which he takes. And then on on election night, this is well documented, on election night, he receives a a phone call from Joe Biden of congratulations on his Senate win. And he encourages him that night to run for president. And and this guy is so tone deaf. I mean, he clearly doesn't do his own shopping or pump his own gas because he has he has no idea what's going on in the real world. I mean, he just went over to Israel. He should know. That under President Trump, we didn't have these problems. We didn't have these skirmishes. We had a an incredible economy. And yet he is saying he would rather double down on stupid and put in four more years of Biden. I mean, have you been living under a rock? I, I just don't understand it. And Utahns don't either. I mean, we are so 
so much worse off today under the Biden administration with record inflation. I mean, I talked about this just the other day. The average Utah is paying an extra $800 to $900 more a month because of Biden inflation and Bidenomics. Uh, we've got to get back to America first policies and working for the people. And we can do that with President Trump. He's, he's already demonstrated that. So it is a very, very painful uh, holiday season. We saw that in Black Friday shopping, the, mo the most debt, the most like pay it later purchasing ever happened in American history on Black Friday because people don't have the money in their bank accounts to actually purchase the items uh, that they're buying. And this is this is really, really painful uh, for families all around America. Meanwhile, Mitt Romney's marching with BLM doing hot dog wandering around with a hot dog in the Senate. We don't understand what the hell's going on. Uh, it's embarrassing. We're very glad that he's out. What are you going to do when you get to the Senate there? You'll be joined in a great ally, Mike Lee, uh, who's a spectacular senator from the state of Utah. So so Utah has the capacity to elect incredible senators. Um, what, what's going to be your plan of action when you get to the Senate? Well, yes, we need to get there first. I mean, Mitt Romney does have, and the establishment here does have their handpicked successor and that, they're, mm. that they are trying to prop up, Vinny. So we, we need, we've got to continue. We've received great endorsements. Um, we've got to continue fundraising and be able to win this thing in Utah. It will effectively be locked up in the next seven months because of how mm. Republican our state is. Whoever wins the primary undoubtedly will be the next U.S. Senator. And we hope that that will be me, that I can go and caucus and collaborate with great other senators like Mike Lee. Um, and so that is that is my goal is to get in there and and start from day one. We need to tackle a couple of things. Obviously, our debt, our budget, our budgetary process. I've talked with Senator Lee about this. It is so broken right now. We have 12 appropriation subcommittees. Each one should be producing their own budget that after ample opportunity for debate and amendment, mind you, that has not happened. We've only since the 1974 Congressional Budget Act. We've only passed a budget that Congress has four times on time. And these and I've, I've actually written a contract with Utah saying I will not. There are seven items there. Number one of them is I will not vote for any omnibus spending bill. End of story. We cannot do this. It is it, that's what's caused the 34 trillion in debt. The other thing I want to do right away is work with Senator Lee and others to pass the RAINS Act. You know, I'm somebody that has extensive business experience. I helped take a company public and got listed on NASDAQ. And uh, it was a horrible experience. I mean, the, the regulatory framework we have in this country is about a $4 trillion drag on our economy. And mm -hmm. it costs the average employer about ten dollars to $20,000 per employee just to come into compliance with all the nonsense the federal government throws at us. I mean, just think, if we did that, if we unshackled this economy through massive, massive regulatory overhaul. I mean, take a chainsaw to it. That's what I want to do. The RAINS Act will help that and, and no longer abdicate Congress's role to these unelected bureaucrats that are passing about 100,000 pages worth of regulations every year. And thirdly, energy. We need to be not only energy independent, I'm saying energy dominant. We have so many resources here. Um, you know, I've, I've spoken to so many industry groups in oil and gas we've got it we need to unleash our economy uh, and all the above energy approach enough of this uh, the the green deals and and the progressivism with respect to our energy policy we need to get back to the days under president trump where we had a great energy policy those three things budgetary control and process so we stop the omnibus spending regulatory reform chainsaw to regulations 
with the RAINS Act, and then thirdly, great uh, energy policy that will really take our country in the right direction. I did want to ask you one one last thing about a story that we've been covering here that has been very strange to us. We don't want to jump to any conclusions, but uh, there there's a man in Utah that had his home raided by the FBI and was shot dead. Yeah. And the, the story doesn't add up, right? It, it doesn't make any sense because the man was a, a veteran. He was handicapped. He didn't seem to be a threat to anyone or anybody. Uh, but he was a vociferous poster of, you know, things about Joe Biden, right? And 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 so obviously we're not backing those things up, but like it, there is freedom of speech in the country. It seems like that the punishment certainly doesn't add up to the crime. Like the government shouldn't be allowed to just go in and murder people. Uh, is, are you ever going to push for any explanation of what happened to what are, one of your uh, fellow you? you you Utah, Utahns, you Utahns, yeah. you to you like Utes, like why would yeah. this happen? And what 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 is going to be the recourse here? Is there an investigation into this? There needs to be, and I know Senator Lee has called for one, and I would wholeheartedly support that. I mean, we've seen um, just increasingly it is it is disconcerting the level to which this federal government has been weaponized against its own citizenry. You've covered much of that in detail, and uh, it has to stop. I mean, this is why trust in government is at all-time lows and it cannot be used the government cannot be used as a weapon against its own citizens and you're right there is free speech in this country um we need to it it appears that you know there was a preponderance of force used here that didn't need to be and uh, that's highly yeah, they killed a guy they killed a guy who's a, who's a handicapped like in his house which seems like wild and there's got to be body cam footage i mean if, the, if there's some reason for that please show us but you, you're not allowed to do that well there are constitutional amendments actually the third amendment is a, a good one uh and the fourth amendment like you're not well, allowed to just go into somebody's house and kill them yeah no absolutely it, it seems like that was a uh, a huge huge breach of uh of, of you know use of force and just the powers of the government there. like you said i mean constitutionally we've got protections are supposed to have those and yes, by all means, this needs to be investigated. I would wholeheartedly support the efforts that Senator Lee is undertaking here uh, to try to get get to some answers. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a terrifying, terrifying time in America, and we need a little bit a little bit of sanity brought back. And so, thank you, sir, for running. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Hope your Christmas trees stand up and it'll get knocked over like Joe Biden's. <laughs> We'll have it up on. The, it's already up. My wife is assured it's up the day after Thanksgiving and it did not <laughs> fall down. We're good to go. I appreciate so much your support and encourage all to go to stacks.com and, and help our campaign to um, ensure we have a true conservative in the Senate alongside Mike Lee here in Utah that will help not only Utahns, but the entire country advance America first policies. Mr. And Mayor. Benny, congratulations, by the way, I got to say on the debate coach um, that uh, Vivek, that that performance, that last debate, I, I tell you. I need. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually uh, sign up for that. If you've got. If you've got. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, Vivek is is incredible. You know, I have endorsed President Trump, but but Vivek, I think, what an incredible. Uh, you know, new new voice that is, and and think he would do a phenomenal job, uh, at at some level for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, part of the administration, vice president. I don't know. I I, I really I don't know. I don't know. But he's a, he's a, he's a talent. And he also listens to the base. That's all it was, right? We do this show every single day and we listen to the base and we understand like what their concerns were and their concerns were having a Russiagate hoaxer 
framing the questions for our Republican debates. What, what the hell? What is wrong with us? Like, uh, what, what is wrong with us? We got dropped in our heads as kids, as, as, a, repart, as a greater repart, Republican Party. We run Mitt Romney for president and we have Russia collusion hoaxers and ha laptop deniers asking us questions at our debate. We invite them to do that. Man, we deserve we deserve to lose if we're that stupid. So anyway, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Come back anytime. Thank you. Mitt Romney out here eating hot dogs, wandering through the wandering through the halls. Did you put that up, Jerry? We you, did you put that up? We have that this goofy like Mitt Romney wandering around. Just by the way, by the way, like so the country's going to hell in a handbasket. Multiple multiple global world wars. The border is non-existent. Cartels now operate our southern border. Uh, the currency is becoming worth less, and Mitt Romney's wandering around with a hot dog and a really poorly placed microphone and a hot dog hat. And this is what Mitt Romney is taking time to do. We are not led by serious people. We, we are led by self-aggrandizing lunatics on both sides. And so it's really good for us to call out our own. Giving us the energy to call out our own is, of course, Blackout Coffee. We have our sweet Blackout Coffee that sits here. Inside. Check out this brand new mug. Look at that. Look at that. The salty army, the salty tank on the mug. Baby, coming soon. But I drink my Blackout Coffee from my salty tank, my salty army mug, every single day. Blackout Coffee makes an amazing Christmas present. It is 100% America and 0% communists. And they give us the power to fight the communists every single day, and we shall fight the communists every single day on this program. We have the energy to do so and the energy to do a lot more because we drink this sweet, sweet black juice straight from the sun. Is that where beans come from? I think so. I, I think so. Be awake, not woke with Blackout Coffee. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Get 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Be awake, not woke. Promo code Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, very, very interesting uh, news here. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump is winning young people now in the latest New York Times poll. <laughs> Biden standing with young voters gets scathing assessment in New York Times. Many young Democrats don't like him. New York Times warned its audience that President Biden's deep unpopularity with young voters as the potential rematch of President Trump is a clear signal that there are signs of trouble. Virtually every poll show a close race between Biden and Trump among young voters. Well, maybe don't nominate a guy who sniffs young people. You know, those young people that Joe Biden sniffed, uh, they grow up and then they vote, okay? And they're like, I don't like that guy, all right? I don't like that guy. Ashley Biden, top, stop taking showers with me. She wrote it, not me. Ask her about it. People are booing Joe Biden when he goes to Christmas tree lightings inside of Nantucket. I cannot get over that clip. I'm going to play it every single day on the show. They're saying Joe Biden is going to jail. We'll charge you with genocide. They screamed at Joe Biden. There's young people screaming at Joe Biden. Young people straight up saying they want Donald Trump. They want Trump. Hey, Alex, I got to have if it's if I if I don't have it, I got to get a cut. I got to get that clip from Shaney. Uh, that clip from Shaney of all those young guys saying they want Trump back. We played it yesterday. It's ins it's ins it's it's wild. Voters say that Joe Biden is old, weak, and tired. 
Those are the three words that they associate with Joe Biden. Young people are now voting for Trump. Young people are breaking for Trump. Joe Biden is losing young people aged 18 to 35 to Donald Trump. My heavens, my goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what's amazing here is that it's gotten so bad for Joe Biden that the founders of, a founder of BLM has now endorsed Donald Trump. I'm not sure that should be a feather in your cap. We've often said that many of these founders, uh, the, the, the some of the worst of these founders started a terrorist organization in BLM and should be tried for the crimes of the BLM riots throughout the country. But here we have an inflection point. A man named Mark Fisher endorses Donald Trump because the Democrat Party has done nothing for black people. Whoa. So young people, BLM now endorsing Donald Trump. Donald Trump polling better than he's ever polled in the history of his political life. Check this out. I think personally, it's the duplicity of the Democrats, mm. the hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't. Their, party, their, their, their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. Is it about Donald Trump? Is it the economics? Uh, you noted the black family. What is it going to take for him to sure up? this support amongst uh, black voters? Well, I, th I just think that it's going to take information. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders getting the word out there, um, I think that it, it'll happen on its own and it'll be organic because um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? How could you not? relate to someone like that. What would you tell him? Call me on my cell phone, man. I'll stop for Trump. <laughs> you love to see it. You, you love to see it because you just love smelling the panic when they see clips like that. It's incredible. Donald Trump traveling through the all black neighborhoods, impoverished neighborhoods of Atlanta, neighborhoods that have been ignored and decayed under Democrat leadership. And this is after Donald Trump gets his mugshot. And the reception for Donald Trump is what? Are they are they coming out to yell at him or boo at him or say you're going to jail? No, they're coming out to say, free my N-word Trump. That's a quote. They're lining the streets to cheer for Donald Trump. The number one clip that the media does not want you to see. Check this out. Y'all yeah, see it, man. Which one are you in, though? Somebody they got everybody. Look at that fucked up. They line the streets for Donald Trump inside of some of the most depressed and some of the most 
downtrodden places in America. Remember when East Palestine, the entire town of East Palestine showed up for Donald Trump? Donald Trump is giving people hope. And it's something that they can't stop. It's infectious. It's fascinating to watch. The clips that they won't show you, the clips they won't play you. Jerry, we got this clip. I want to play this. There's one final clip that just blew my mind yesterday. It's a great young reporter who goes out in the field and he talks with people on the street. His name's Shaney Rich. Jerry, can we toss up this uh, video beside me here? Let's have a look. He asked people that normally don't get interviewed what they think about Donald Trump, Trump or Joe Biden. These responses are really, really shocking. Watch. As black people, you know, we f with Trump. Yeah, I f with Trump. I don't know why everybody got against him. Yo, he was making the breadwinners, you heard? I'm a Democrat too, but okay, we Trump. We need Trump back in office right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I f with Trump, to be honest with you. Bro, for real, Trump really did this shit. And I like him because he's about money. It wasn't about no politics. He wanted to make America great again. Through Trump. I'm gonna Trump be making sure to get they bread. I ain't gonna lie. I'm thinking Trump for life. Trump for life. I ain't gonna lie. Love Donald Trump. Trump wanted us to get off our ass and get some money. Trump 2024. This is true. You made everybody hold a piece of money. Trump really up both. So Trump running it how it's supposed to be ran. And people just can't take it. And he putting out facts in front of the people. He ain't lying to the people. People just don't want to accept the truth. Trump, man, we rocking with you. So you, Trump, my dog. See what's up. Trump put the money in our pocket. Trump had that country on a better path as far as economically. He put America first, so it makes sense. I like someone who likes to play his people first. Trump 2024, my brother. They know they can't get him for none of the real shit. We get it, gang. Yeah. I ain't used to like that. But now, bro, I realize that he meant well for the country and shit, bro. We need that back. Free Trump. Trump 2024. They all tricked y'all dumbass to get Trump out the chair, and now look how that shit on backfired on y'all dumbass. Trump got my back. Trump for life. Donald Trump. He showed his love, and he didn't stop. 2024 Trump. Trump, 2024. from Baltimore. I ain't gonna lie. Trump, my mother dog. As much as they talk shit about Trump, he's probably the best thing for America right now, no cap. Really. Trump. My man Trump, he's gangster. I like him. I love him. Make America great again. Let's go. Trump 2024, Trump 2028, Trump 2032. Man, listen. Trump for life. Does it give you hope? Does it give you hope? It gives me hope. Because what we, what we try and do every single day is simply to message reality to people, to break them out of the matrix, to break them out of the zoinking, the zombie, the, hyp, the, 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 the hypnosis of the corporate press and the lies. Joe Biden's the most popular president we've ever seen. Hunter Biden's laptops, Russian disinformation, Donald Trump colluded with Russia. The economy's going great. Yeah, no. Yo young people don't like Trump. Black people don't like Trump. Oh, really? Have you ever talked to any young black people? Have you ever talked to any young people at all? Have you ever talked to any people in the country? Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go talk to some people later off and later on in the week. We're going to do. We're going to be uh, engaging in some really special and exciting series of travel for the month of December. We're going to be spreading Christmas cheer around the nation and you spread cheer to us by joining the Benny Brigade. We thank you so very much for joining Benny Brigade. Thousands of members, ladies and gentlemen, here in the Salty Army. You can become an official member. Go to BennyJohnson.com slash brigade. 
and join up today for the price of less than a uh, quarter pounder at McDonald's, which is like $16 now. So it's like, like way less. Price of a Costco hot dog, two Costco hot dogs. How about that per, per month? You can keep us independent and support our show directly, and that is a blessing to us and would be a, a Christmas present, an early Christmas present to our show. So you go to BennyJohnson.com slash Brigade and sign up. We know times are tough for a lot of people, and so if you can't, then we're out here and we love you just the same. We just say thank you. We're thankful for you, and we'll give you uh, the best thing that we can give you during the show, which is good news. The good news coming from the source of all good news, the scriptures, Deuteronomy 13. 31 8 today for our verse of the day the lord himself goes before you and will be with you he will never leave you nor forsake you do not be afraid do not be discouraged do not be afraid do not be discouraged sit upright march upright be upstanding march forward the victory is ours it's your boy benny see ya